Now, tell me about your father. City Councilling on 95BFM, our weekly chat with the good people of Auckland Council. Last week, the Tamaki Makoto local elections concluded, seeing an overall shift to the centre-right in local boards and councils, exemplified by the landslide mayoral win of Wayne Brown. This was largely due to an overrepresentation of older upper-class people in the vote, a symptom of incredibly low voter turnouts across the board, especially seen within younger people. Many criticised the accessibility of local election voting, with Minister for Local Democracy, Nania Mahuta, being one of many who didn't receive their papers in the mail. In our regular city councilling segment, we've had a chat with Shane Henderson, who has been recently re-elected to the Waitakere Ward seat, about the election and its upcoming goals for this term of council. We first ran over what the last few weeks have been like for him whilst campaigning. Congratulations on your re-election, Shane. Uh, this local election... During this local election, what have been some of your biggest takeaways compared to previous years? Yeah, it was a really interesting election, wasn't it? Um, yeah, thanks for the congrats. It feels good to be back. Um, but we, I think we're seeing a mood for change uh, in the Auckland public and kind of some of the, um, the normal answers to, to uh, solving Auckland's problems. I think that people want a bit of a different approach and a bit of a fresh approach. Um, the other thing I'd say is that the electorate didn't seem that mobilised. You know, we were about 2019 levels of um, voter turnout, uh, which is pretty concerning. Um, so we're having a lot of people kind of staying home rather than vote. Uh, and the people that did turn out to vote saying, look, we, we want a bit of a change. And so I think those are my two main takeaways. Yeah, we've definitely seen quite a big issue rise in voter turnout for local elections this year. Obviously, most years have quite low turnout, but it has seemed to go down a little bit compared to previous years. What do you think might have gone wrong, if anything, this year? And what could be done better next time? Yeah, I think there's no silver bullet in terms of turnout. Um, people do talk about things like an online voting option, um, and different kind of solutions like that. And I think those things can form part of a, part of the picture. But really, the number one thing we have to do is energise and motivate the electorate to actually turn out and vote. You know, give them something to vote for. Um, uh, essentially, make, make sure that they know their policies and they know their candidates, um, and it's a really easy process for them. And so there is no easy answer, but we've got to work on those things because I think it's really not good to have a mandate of about 30% of the population uh, that you're, you're representing in terms of a vote. Uh, that's not a good thing. Do you think that the turnout represented an issue in accessibility to the elections, or is it more so just based on individual people not feeling like they know enough to vote? Yeah, one of the things we saw in 2022 was um, people lining up all the way out the buildings and all the way down the block trying to vote on the actual day, on the last day of polling. So I think we do need to look at maybe an election day style thing like we do in central government because there is a desire there to actually make it a bit of a civic process and actually turn out on the day as opposed to just postal voting. Um, but, you know, there was ease of access issues. Uh, for example, there was no special voting place on the North Shore at all. Um, those, are, those are some of the things that we need to look at because I just don't, I think there are aspects of the way this was run that we need to look at and have a bit of a, a review, I think. Of course, we have seen a bit of a shift to the right in the political leanings of local councillors, especially in Auckland this year. Starting off with a new mayor, what sort of impacts could the election of Wayne Brown have on Tamaki Mikado and Auckland Council? Yeah, I think one of the um, 
ways that we can look at these results are a referendum in terms of the council-controlled organisations like AT um, and also maybe Ekapanaku and others that uh, people are a little bit frustrated with maybe the level of democratic input that they have into those processes. Uh, and Wayne Brown's been really big on that uh, and that was part of his main pitch uh, to the voters and that was endorsed resoundingly by the public. So I think we do need to listen to that and actually look at maybe what ways that we can bring things back in-house or make things have a bit more democratic oversight uh, people really do want to say in how their roads are built and how cycleways are going and things like that. Uh, those are the things we need to look at. And so that's one of the things that we'll be expecting from the new term. Um, and the mayor's been very clear on his thoughts on that. Additionally, in your Waitakere ward seat, your former, your former co-councillor has been substituted for a new councillor named Ken Turner, who leans slightly more towards the centre-right. Will this have any impacts on the ongoing work that council is doing for Waitakere? No, on a day-to-day -day level, I, I think that uh, Ken and I are really determined to um, work with the residents. You know, no matter what your political persuasion is, people don't often really care about that on a day-to-day -day level. They just want their potholes fixed, right? So um, Ken and I are actually sitting down this afternoon to have a chat about how we divide up the pie and work on, work on it together. Because, um, you know, despite our different political leanings, we actually get on really well together. We're both uh, former ex-Calston Boys students, and, um, you know, we can uh, work really, really well together, so no issue there. So, what are your biggest goals and priorities for this term in council, starting off with your biggest goals for Waitakere? Yeah, well, uh, my biggest goals for Waitakere and the city, I would say, um, in terms of our climate action, we've done some fantastic work, I think, with the climate action targeted rate. Um, and, you know, brand new busways, uh, bus lanes that are going to go online, those kind of things. Um, we need to really work uh, on that and actually make sure that we're encouraging mode shift. Uh, I see there's been some issues with the trains recently, which make me very mad, to be honest, uh, because we need to be encouraging people to have different options in terms of their buses, their trains, their cycling and all the rest of it. So number one for me is to work on climate, and it always kind of has been. Um, the other thing I just want to put a plug in for um, just briefly is we do, do need a second swimming pool in Waitakere. Uh, that's a big issue for me, so servicing the northwest Massey kind of area. Currently we've got one public swimming pool for 250,000 people. Uh, that's a very poor level of service. And when you go to school holidays, I could talk about this all day, but um, on a school holiday you'll find kids lining up in the heat in the car park uh, which is a health and safety issue as well. So we desperately need a new pool. Uh, we need um, to work on climate. And I'd say look at Buster Pihar as well. And are there any major hopes or goals that you have for Tamaki Makoto in general for the next three years? Yeah, I think that, uh, to be honest with you, I think Council has been um, doing a lot of good work uh, in terms of uh, Council uh, sort of Auckland-wide, and I think we need to just continue and tick on with that work. But we also need to look at reform, and I sort of talked about this earlier. Uh, the, the Council control organisations, we need to look at that. Um, we need to look at our transport system, which is still not working for so many Aucklanders. So there's still plenty of work to do, um, but we're all keen to sort of get on board the one walker and uh, row towards it. Yeah, you've already mentioned in this interview the um, mass cancellations that the Western train line has been going under within the recent weeks, as well as just many different issues with Auckland Transport over the past few months, years, but especially these past few days, I think have been pretty demoralising for people who are trying to commute via public transport. What can you say to these people to keep them motivated to be taking public transport when it feels like it's getting increasingly difficult? Yeah, so um, public transport has all sorts of great benefits if you can have access to it. I mean, one of the things that I, I just prefer going into town by public transport myself personally, I can check my phone, I can hang out, it's relaxing. 
Um, a little bit stressful in the car. So um, one of the things is to kind of look at those benefits that you have. Um, but also I'd say encouraging the organisations to say, look, this isn't good enough and we need to be working harder to get people more access, more reliable and cheap access. That was City Councillor Shane Henderson on the local elections and his term and his goals for this council term. Have you tried mindfulness? Try mindfulness. City Councilling on 95BFM.